The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. All kinds of things to celebrate today. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, October 7th, 2022. Friday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. It is First Friday in the month of the Rosary, and today is the Memorial of Our Lady of the Rosary. St. Pius V established this feast in 1573. The purpose was to thank God for the victory of Christians over the Turks at Lepanto. That victory was attributed to the praying of the Rosary. Clement XI extended the feast to the Universal Church in 1716. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart, and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass, with our prayer, work, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins, and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the Church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the gospel. May the church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we come into your presence today, once again, as we make this time of prayer. We open our hearts to you. We love the word that you're about to share with us. And we make this prayer on a beautiful feast of your mother, our mother too, Our Lady of the Rosary. This feast day, 7th of October, is the feast within the month of the Rosary. So today we pay particular attention to this great gift that we're given, this means of prayer, means of coming close to you. The Gospel that we hear in the Mass of today speaks about, we could say, spiritual warfare. Jesus, you're challenged by those around you who wish to defame you. They say, it's by the devil that you, you have this power to cast out devils. It's by Beelzebul, the prince of the devils, that you have this power. And you throw it back at them and say, well, how is that possible? 
you know, surely that would be to defeat his own kingdom if that were the case. But if this is the case, you say, the finger of God has overtaken you. Finger of God, a beautiful phrase that the catechism talks about in terms of the presence of God. God's presence, God's power being seen in that phrase, the finger of God. God is at work here. But then you give us a warning in the same gospel. You say, but if the devil finds a, if he's cast out and then he comes back and finds a clean space, well, he's going to bring back even more devils. And that place is going to be seven times worse than when it started. And so this is the salutary note, we could say, the, the warning for us that we are to be on our guard when we're trying to draw close to you. Maybe this meditation, these podcasts, maybe we try to make them a daily thing. Well, if that's the case, then we've got to be on our guard. Jesus, if, if we want to make you the center of our life, there will be forces, spiritual forces opposed to that. And we have to work hard. We have to be alert, be watchful, as you remind us so often in the gospel. And we have to hold on to the weapons that you've offered to us. And one of those great weapons that we have is the Holy Rosary, a beautiful prayer where we speak the name of our mother again and again and again, Hail Mary, Holy Mary. We pray that beautiful prayer of the children of God, the Our Father, we, we dare to say, as we say in the Mass. We give you glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Maybe we, we pray that prayer at the end of each decade, Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Imploring your mercy, the prayer of Fatima, given to the, the children in Fatima. This beautiful anthology, we could say, of prayers, encapsulated within the one prayer, the rosary, is also an experience of the mysteries of our Lord's life. Jesus, you, you make yourself present to us in the rosary. So we want to pray today to have a deeper love of this gift. And I want to offer just three words that might help our, our prayer. When it comes to the rosary, I, uh, just in context of this, I, I found some words very helpful recently of, of St. Josemaria in a get-together he had with a group of students in Peru, uh, not long before he died, he was asked, how can we pray the rosary with more love? And he replied and said, we do it every day and we try to do it the best we can. And he, he said, speaking about himself, he said, and does Father Jose Maria say it well every day? And he responds to his own question and says, well, it's a bit like a lover who plays his guitar for his, his beloved, for his wife. And as he's playing the guitar, the, the words that he's singing maybe don't, maybe he's not tuning into the words so much, but his love is so true for his wife, for his beloved. His love is there. And so this is how we pray the rosary, with great love. Maybe the words um, take us off in a direction we weren't expecting, but we, we approach the Holy Rosary with love. Yes, we want to make it a daily activity. Why? Well, let's offer these three words to, to make our desire for the rosary maybe stronger on this feast and in this holy month. First word, why is the rosary significant to us? It's an immediate prayer. Immediate, by which I, I mean, Jesus, you are immediately present to me in the Holy Rosary in a unique way. When I pray with the scriptures, uh, when I open the scriptures and pray with them, it's an invitation to, to find you hidden within. But in the rosary, it's almost that it, it goes so quickly to the heart, the heart of the gospel mysteries. My mind is, is full at the moment of time capsules, the reason being that in the parish where I serve, we've just celebrated a significant anniversary for the parish church. 
and parishioners want to bury a time capsule. They also want to dig up a time capsule that was laid many years ago at a previous a significant anniversary, and we can't find it. And so time capsules have been in my mind a lot. Why do we have time capsules? And what is a time capsule? The one that they buried many years ago that we're trying to dig up. Nobody um, is completely sure what's inside. There are, we don't know what it's made of, we don't know how big it is, we don't know where it is in the ground. But they say, well, there's definitely these things, and, you know, I remember so-and-so put this into the into the time capsule, etc. So we have an idea of what's in there. But it's only when we dig up that capsule and open the box do we discover something new. And I want to say that each mystery of the Holy Rosary is like a time capsule. That when I open, as it were, the first joyful mystery, for example, the Annunciation to Mary, the moment the angel Gabriel goes to Mary to announce the good news of our Saviour's birth, of your birth, my Lord Jesus, your coming among, among men. This is such a joyful moment. And there's so many things about that moment that we already know. We know many, many details. So it's a bit like saying we know what's in that time capsule. But it's only when we open it, it's only when we pray that mystery, it's only when we say, Holy Spirit, guide me into this mystery. I do so with love that we discover something new. All of a sudden, there's something hidden inside that mystery that I wasn't expecting. There's an immediacy when we pray the Holy Rosary, that we're immediately at the heart of the gospel truths, the birth of our Lord. Jesus, your passion, your passion and death, your resurrection from the dead that promises us new life. I'm immediately in the heart, in your heart, Jesus, through the heart of my mother Mary. So the rosary is an immediate prayer. We don't want to turn it down, this golden opportunity to meet you in these time capsules that offer us such great grace. Second word, it's portable. If the church were to say to us, well, the, the most salutary means to guarding your soul is a holy hour in a church, Eucharistic adoration, or um, a time in your room with the scriptures open. These are wonderful things, but they're only possible in certain geographical locations, necessarily so. And so, Jesus, you give us the rosary through your mother Mary that's portable. Anywhere I go, I'm on the train, I'm on a coffee break, I'm at home, I'm out for a walk, I'm with my friends. Anywhere, anywhere I can enter this prayer. I can use, if I, even if I don't have my rosary beads, I can use the, the fingers of my hands. <laughs> this prayer is a portable prayer. It goes with me. The rosary is, is possible. The entry, the immediate entry into these mysteries is possible wherever I find myself. So I want to fall in love with this, the portable nature of the Holy Rosary. Finally, it's, uh, uh, it's, the, it's the prayer of the saints, by which I mean it's the prayer that's gone before us. It's not, we don't pray it because it's my good idea. I had a problem with my washing machine recently, and, and my mum knows a lot about this kind of thing, and so I said, to her, well, what would you suggest? And I, I followed exactly as she said, not because I thought it was a good idea to do, but because I'd been told it was a good idea by, some, by someone who knows this. And so I did it, and it worked. Um, problem solved. And so it's similar with the saints. The, the saints held on closely to the rosary. Our grandparents, so many times I hear a story uh, as a priest, oh, my grandmother used to pray the rosary every night, and you know I used to pray it with her, or and my grandfather would always pray it before he went to bed. We used to pray it as a family when I was a child. So many times I hear this story of the rosary as central to significant family moments of prayer. And it's true of the family of the saints, this the wisdom of the saints that says, pray the rosary, hold on to the rosary. This, this isn't just because 
they they couldn't think of anything else. And so they said, pray the rosary. No, it's because they know from their inside experience, these holy saints, holy men and women, that this keeps us close to you, Jesus. And so in those moments where those spirits, yeah, spirits of temptation, spirits of anxiety, spirits of despair, spirits of anything that would separate me from you, threaten to separate me from you, Lord. The rosary is that which keeps me close. It's immediately close to your heart. It's portably with me wherever I go. It's the prayer that's kept many, many saints close to you, and I wish to do the same. So, Mother, I place myself in your hands. Please pray for me, pray for us this month, this day, this feast. Give us a love for the rosary. Give us a love for your name, for your intercession, for the way that you lead us directly into the mysteries of our faith. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's the Memorial of Our Lady of the Rosary. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. 
Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. I am worn out with crying with longing for my God. I I am worn worn out out with crying, with with longing longing for my God. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O God, you know my sinful folly. My sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me, Lord of hosts. Let not those who seek you be dismayed through me, God of Israel. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers and alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in mourning, they make me a byword, the gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkards' songs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep, lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. 
in your compassion turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me, pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion, for consolers, not one could I find. For food, they gave me poison. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Seek the Lord, and you will live. As for me, in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy, and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. For God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God our Father, to show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather, through the contemplation of his wounds, make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord and you will live. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and cherish it in their hearts. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul to Timothy. All under the yoke of slavery must regard their masters as worthy of full respect. Otherwise, the name of God and the church's teaching suffer abuse. Those slaves whose masters are brothers in the faith must not take liberties with them on that account. They must perform their tasks even more faithfully since those who will profit from their work are believers and beloved brothers. These are the things you must teach and preach. Whoever teaches in any other way 
not holding to the sound doctrines of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching proper to true religion, should be recognized as both conceited and ignorant, a sick man in his passion for polemics and controversy. From these come envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions. In a word, the bickering of men with twisted minds who have lost all sense of truth. Such men value religion only as a means of personal gain. There is, of course, great gain in religion, provided one is content with a sufficiency. We brought nothing into this world, nor have we the power to take anything out. If we have food and clothing, we have all that we need. Those who want to be rich are falling into temptation and a trap. They are letting themselves be captured by foolish and harmful desires which drag men down to ruin and destruction. The love of money is the root of all evil. Some men in their passion for it have strayed from the faith and have come to grief amid great pain. The Word of the Lord Do not worry about your life and what you are to eat, nor about your body and what you are to wear. Surely life is worth more than food, and the body is more valuable than clothes. As long as we have food and clothing, we should be content. Surely life is worth more than food, and the body is more valuable than clothes. From a sermon by St. Bernard Abbott. The child to be born of you will be called holy, the Son of God, the fountain of wisdom, the word of the Father on high. Through you, blessed Virgin, this word will become flesh, so that even though, as he says, I am in the Father and the Father is in me, it is still true for him to say, I came forth from God and am here. In the beginning was the word. The spring was gushing forth, yet still within himself. Indeed, the word was with God, truly dwelling in inaccessible light. And the Lord said from the beginning, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. Yet your thought was locked within you, and whatever you thought, we did not know. For who knew the mind of the Lord, or who was his counselor? And so the idea of peace came down to do the work of peace. The Word was made flesh, and even now dwells among us. It is by faith that He dwells in our hearts, in our memory, our intellect, and penetrates even into our imagination. What concept could man have of God if he did not first fashion an image of Him in his heart? By nature incomprehensible and inaccessible, he was invisible and unthinkable. But now he wished to be understood, to be seen and thought of. But how, you ask, was this done? He lay in a manger and rested on a virgin's breast. 
preached on a mountain and spent the night in prayer. He hung on a cross, grew pale in death, and roamed free among the dead and ruled over those in hell. He rose again on the third day and showed the apostles the wounds of the nails, the signs of victory. And finally, in their presence, he ascended to the sanctuary of heaven. How can we not contemplate this story in truth, piety, and holiness? Whatever of all this I consider, it is God I am considering. In all this, He is my God. I have said it is wise to meditate on these truths, and I have thought it right to recall the abundant sweetness given by the fruits of this priestly root. And Mary, drawing abundantly from heaven, has caused this sweetness to overflow for us. O Virgin Mary, no other daughter of Jerusalem is your equal, for you are the mother of the King of kings. You are the Queen of heaven and of angels. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Hell, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, by his passion and cross, be brought to glory of his resurrection who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. In conversation with God and morning prayer, all on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, October 7th, 2022, the Memorial of Our Lady of the Rosary. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives a lesson on demons. From the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Now he was casting out a demon that was dumb. When the demon had gone out, the dumb man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. Others, to test him, sought from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and a divided household falls. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. If I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, 
his goods are in peace. But when one stronger than he assails him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he passes through waterless places seeking rest. And finding none, he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man becomes worse than the first. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We're celebrating Our Lady of the Rosary today, and I've heard it said that if you're not contemplating the mysteries but just repeating the prayers, you're not really praying the rosary at all. Well, I concur. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. The name Rosary comes from the group of prayers to the Virgin we gather like so many roses for. St. Bernard, the great champion of the Blessed Mother, gives the term a different sense by referring to each day of her life as either a snow-colored or a crimson rose, white roses and red ones, the white of serenity and of purity, the red of suffering and of love. Have we often tried to unravel the content of her life day by day while passing the beads through our hands? This is what it means to contemplate the lives of Jesus and Mary while the decades successively unfurl before our mind and heart. In one way or another, we always accompany the Blessed Virgin in the consideration of these mysteries so that the rosary involves much more than the repetition of the Hail Mary. We divide the scenes into three groups, joyful, sorrowful, and glorious, and so meditate on different aspects of the great mysteries of salvation including the Incarnation, the Redemption, and Resurrection. We make an effort to pray with love, perhaps adding a petition to each decade or every invocation so as to avoid routine. With attentive and thoughtful devotion, we contemplate the mysteries. Pondering each one helps us foster true piety since each consideration gradually reveals to us the habitual dispositions of Christ and His Blessed Mother in the presence of God the Father, with whom we can identify in our own behavior. We rejoice as the events leading to our salvation unfold and suffer compassionately with the Holy Family during their many trials. We look ahead with sure hope towards the final radiance and glorious victory of the risen Christ. We can pause for a few seconds, three or four, in silent meditation to consider each mystery of the rosary before reciting the Our Father and the Hail Marys of that decade. In this way, we can involve ourselves in the particular scene as one more person and imagine the manner of the daily activities of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Through reflection on the lessons of the various scenes, the rosary becomes a conversation with Mary leading to intimacy with her son. 
In the midst of our everyday concerns, we can gain a keen familiarity with the truths of faith and at the same time practice recollection while at work or at our leisure. We thus become increasingly more cheerful and refine our relations with those around us. The life of Jesus and Mary becomes the love of our life as we learn to perceive their ordinary greatness in a deeper way. How true are the poet's verses. You who tire and are slow to pray, because the same words we always say have little understanding what it is to be in love forever as I and she. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, we continue praying now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Christ. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is is called the Christ. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you, like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. 
Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is is called the Christ. Holy Mother, on the cross, Christ entrusted us to you as your children. Today we join with you in praising him. Holy Mother, on the cross, Christ entrusted us to you as your children. Today we join with you in praising him. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Holy Mother, on the cross, Christ entrusted us to you as your children. Today we join with you in praising him. The Virgin Mary, crowned with a diadem of twelve stars, is exalted above the choirs of angels. The Virgin Mary, crowned with a diadem of twelve stars, is exalted above the choirs of angels. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. 
Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. The Virgin Mary, crowned with a diadem of twelve stars, is exalted above the choirs of angels. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bride bedecked with her jewels. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. The Lord is with you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Holy and Immaculate Virgin Mary, you are the glorious Queen of the world. May all who celebrate your feast day know the help of your prayers. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Holy and Immaculate Virgin Mary, you are the glorious Queen of the world. May all who celebrate your feast day know the help of your prayers. Let us glorify our Savior, 
who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother, let us ask him. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Son of Justice, the Immaculate Virgin was the white dawn announcing your rising. Grant that we may always live in the light of your coming. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Eternal Word, you chose Mary as the uncorrupted ark of your dwelling place. Free us from the corruption of sin. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Savior of mankind, your mother stood at the foot of your cross. Grant through her intercession that we may rejoice to share in your passion. May your your mother mother intercede for us, Lord. With ultimate generosity and love, you gave Mary as a mother to your beloved disciple. Help us to live as worthy sons of so noble a mother. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Incarnate Lord, help us like Mary to ponder the ways in our own lives that we can make you a dwelling place in our hearts. We pray to the Lord. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, by his passion and cross, be brought to glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And don't forget to join us tonight at 7 Central for the Family Rosary Across America. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.